Okay, hello everybody. Um, welcome back. It's Parshas by Midbar. So this week we're going to take a break from our discussion of Hilchas Kashrus and we're going to instead talk about preparing for Yantiv, preparing for Shavuos. Um, hopefully it's not too late. <laughs> There's still some preparation going on. Uh, so one of the common questions that come up when preparing for Shavuos is how do you switch the oven from milchigs to fleshigs and fleshigs to bilchigs? Um, we've talked about this many times, but the, to review, it doesn't require self-clean. Um, it's sufficient to turn the oven on to the highest. And essentially, let's say you just made something fleshigs, you could just leave the oven on. You know, take everything out and just leave the oven on, and turn it on the higher, the highest. Like if you did it on 350, so turn it on to about 450. That should be enough. 500, ideally, if you could and leave it going for another 45 minutes, and then you've effectively cashered out your oven. So do this between fleshigs and, and milchigs, or milchigs and fleshigs, and this way you can switch back and forth without a problem. Sometimes You don't always have to do this, so if you have a fleshig oven and you want to make something which is uh, dairy, you can cover it, and then that's fine, that that's sufficient. You know, it's not necessary to do anything else. So... Uh, this is only relevant if what you want to cook is going to be uncovered. So if you want to make chicken uncovered and you just use the oven for dairy, so then you need to you need to burn it out. Um, likewise, if you want to make something which is that has actually no very dry, let's say you want to bake challah. So if you're baking challah, that doesn't really make a difference one way or another because challah doesn't really give off any steam. So that you could make in a fleshig or in a dairy oven and use it with either meal, and that won't make a difference. So the rule is, is that typically if you want to switch from dairy to flesh eggs or flesh eggs to dairy, you need to burn out your oven. And the way you burn out your oven is you turn it on to 450 or 500 and let it go for 45 minutes. If what you're making in your oven is covered, then it really doesn't make a difference. You can just put it in covered and it's fine. Uh, if what you're making in your oven is totally dry, like challah, you're also okay. It doesn't make a difference. Or a kugel also, a kugel that's already been baked and is dry, can also be used in uh, an oven, either milchig or fleshig, and it'll retain its status. But uh, otherwise, that's the way you take care of this. Now, this is all very good when it's Arab Yantiv and you have the ability to burn out your, your oven. But on Yantiv itself, you obviously don't have the ability to burn out your oven. Your oven is going to be on whatever setting it's on. So how do you switch then between um, milchig and fleshigs on on Yantiv itself, so you don't. <laughs> the, whole, uh, the option is, the other two options that I mentioned, is that you have to either make sure that what you are putting in the oven um, is covered, so that you don't have a problem, so at least one of them is, one of them is covered, or, you, uh, or if what you're doing is dry, like challah or a dry kogel, then it doesn't make a difference anyway. So those are your options on, as far as Yantiv itself is concerned. But, um, on on uh, Arab Yantiv, then you have this option of, of burning it out in between. <clears throat> Another question that comes up often on before Shavuos is using blenders that are typically pariv. Can you use them for dairy, right? If you want to use a blender to make a cheesecake or some other kind of dairy meal or a dairy, whatever it might be, can you do it um, with a pariv, something that's kept pariv? So the answer to that is, is that provided that whatever we're talking about is cold, not hot, so then, typically we don't do it, but once a year you could do it. In other words, as long as you do it on a very infrequent basis, you're allowed to do that. Now, typically we don't want switching from milchig to parav and parav to fleshig because that causes confusion and it 
that, that leads to problems. But if you have a blender that's kept power of the whole year, and just once a year you want to use it to make a milchiga cheesecake or some other milchiga dish, and it's cold, and that's fine. You could do that. So that could be that could be done for uh, for a shavuos uh, if uh, if if you want. Uh, though it's important to re- realize that if you are doing anything with onions, then you need to be careful about that because onions do have the ability to make something dairy or fleshy, which we'll get to in a minute, and uh, that'll be relevant for blenders as well. So going moving on to onions, that's the one thing you do have to be quite careful at this time of year when you're making dairy, if you're making dairy dishes and fleshy dishes, is not to confuse things when it gets to onions. Uh, onions don't make a difference if the knife wasn't used for 24 hours or if the pan wasn't used for 24 hours. If you cut your onion with a fleshig knife, it's fleshigs. If you saute your onion in a fleshig pan, it's fleshigs. Uh, and it, therefore, by that token, if you cut your onion with a milchiga knife and then saute it in your fleshiga frying pan, you now have treif. You cut it with a milchiga knife, you've rendered that oven, that, I'm sorry, that onion milchigs, and then you saute it in a uh, fleshiga frying pan, you've made it fleshigs, so it's fleshigs and milchigs is treif, and it'll make your frying pan treif as well. So that's where we have to be careful at this time of year. We always have to be careful, but in particular, it's kind of, at this time of year, that when it comes to onions, and, uh, and, and uh, garlic, things that are sharp, you have to make sure that the utensils using, being used are of the correct, uh, I guess, gender. <laughs> fleischigs for fleischigs and milchigs for milchigs and, and keep it that way. And the same thing goes for your power of a blender. So if you're going to chop up, on, let's say you want to make a salad dressing. Uh, so if you chop up onions with a fleischig knife and then you put it into your power of a blender, so, Bidyeved, it actually won't make your, your blender fleshigs. So, once you've done it, then we're makel, but L'Chadchila, you're not supposed to do that. L'Chadchila, it's, it's considered as if it'll make your, your blender fleshigs. So, if you cut something with a fleshig knife, or if you cut something with a dairy knife, don't put it into a power of a blender after that. After the fact, if you call me, I'll tell you it's okay. But L'Chadchila, that's not something that's supposed to be done. <clears throat> um, I got. I was notified. It's just an important service announcement here. I was notified by the Arab. I don't know if anything changed, but when they notified uh, the Rabbanim this earlier this week, they told us that the Arab is up for Shabbos, but they've been doing construction throughout the week in that in one of the areas where the Arab is. So it gets knocked down during the week, and then uh, they finish on Friday, and then they they uh, put it up for Shabbos. So they weren't sure if the Arab is going to be up over Shavuos. It's likely that it'll be down over Shavuos. Now, as we all know, you're allowed to carry on Yantiv, so what difference does that make? So the answer is, is that actually there is some limitations on carrying on Yantiv. You can only carry something which is a Tzarech Yantiv. So you can only carry something which is you need for Yantiv. And there's two notable exceptions for that. What are the two things that are an exception? Number one, you can't carry something that you need on the second day on the first day. So if you're going... Um, if you leave in the afternoon and you, uh, let's say, have the first day yantiv and you plan on coming back wherever you're going, you plan on coming back at night, so you can't carry something, you can't put something in your carriage or in your bag for that you're going to really need at night. In other words, that, would, that would mean you're carrying on the first day yantiv for something that you're going to need later that night, which is the second day yantiv. So that you can't do. So that's one kind of carrying you can't do. You can't, if once there's no area, you can't carry something on the first day yantiv unless you need it on the first day yantiv. And secondly, you can't carry something that you don't need at all. So sometimes, let's say you have a bag or a baby bag or a baby carriage, that has all kinds of stuff on the bottom. 
So if it's, if there's an Erev, so big deal. So you don't care. You know, it's an Erev, you're allowed to carry. But if it's Yantiv, so the only hatter is to carry if you need things, so that if you have a whole bunch of things that you don't need, you actually have to remove them from the baby carriage before you go out. And that includes um, dirty tissues and stuff like that. So from your bags, pockets also, you can only carry things that you need. So it's a good thing to be aware of this Yantiv, as it seems that the Erev might not be in, in uh, commission over Yantiv. You need to be aware of that. Don't carry for the next day, and don't carry something that you don't need to carry. Um, <clears throat> as we know, you're allowed to cook on Yantiv, but uh, as far as adjusting the flame goes, so if you have a gas oven, uh, a gas, I'm talking about a gas range actually, tap it oven, not the oven itself. So if you have a gas range, you can raise the flame to make something hot. But if you want to lower the flame, you can only lower it while the food is on it. So if you have a soup, so you, you can raise the flame to make it bubble, and then you can lower so that it, simmer. it simmers and it doesn't uh, bubble out. But if there's no food on it, you can't lower the flame, because that's insting- extinguishing and not extinguish on Yantiv. If you have an electric range, so you can't do either, actually. You have to, whatever it is, it is, and you can't adjust that on Yantiv. Um, just want to clarify, as always, that the Shabbos mode on the... Star K, you know, approved ovens is somewhat of a misnomer. First of all, um, it certainly doesn't allow you to do anything on Shabbos. So it's, it should probably, even according to their understanding, it should be more correctly termed the Yantiv mode. But uh, most places can agree that you can't really do anything to the oven. It helps, you know, regarding it turns off the automatic 12-hour shutoff. Um, it uh, stops it from beeping after the timer. But uh, as far as changing temperature, that you should not do. So you should not rely on the Shabbos mode to change temperature, even on, even on Yantiv. <clears throat> okay, so that, that wraps it up so far for what we have on, uh, on Hilchus Yantiv.